0: Amen. Wow. Wow. I don't know if that always translates online, but wow. I I hope the Lord was ministering to you on Facebook, on our website. Uh, For me, that was so powerful. All the earth. Shout your praise. Great. Great. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Mm, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I wanted to start today. I was just so thankful I stood outside for like 15 seconds and then I realized how windy and cold and rainy it was out there, so I came back in. So could we just uh, acknowledge and celebrate uh, all of the greeters and ushers that we have here at the church and the phenomenal job that they have done. So thankful uh, for the team here at LifeSpring that continues to work so very hard for you. It's time, by the way, uh, for New Year's resolutions. Anybody got a New Year's resolutions? I just heard a podcast the other day that says it was like 8% of us follow through with our New Year's resolutions. So no shame, because I get it, it's January 3rd, which means you have had plenty of time to break your New Year's resolution. But I do like the idea of New Year's resolutions. I think I like the idea of a fresh start, right? Uh, New beginnings. I think many of us are wired that way, so January 1st comes along, we make these resolutions. Some of you decided... Uh, in fact, I can just guess and predict what you decided. Some of you decided you are going to eat healthier in uh, 2021. Uh, some of you decided you were going to exercise more, right? You decided you are going to move more, eat less, move more. Others of you, you decided you're going to watch less TV. Others of you decided you were not going to swear so much when you watch the Seahawks game. So, all of us, again, New Year's resolutions. For me, uh, this is real, one of my big resolutions is to spend more intentional, one-on-one time with my girls. I really felt like the Lord laid that on my heart that in 2021, I would spend special, not together, because, you know, we do a lot of 2020, you do a lot together as a family, but that we would spend specific one-on-one time with each of my girls. So, New Year's resolutions, I like them. Uh, part of the reasons I like resolutions is that for a resolution to really work, for it to be more than just a wish or hopeful thinking, you've got to be intentional. Everybody say intentional. It's such an important word to me. Uh, if you're going to be healthier, if you're going to eat healthier, guess what? You've got to be intentional. That means maybe making a shopping list. Maybe it means uh, putting together a menu. If you're going to work out, right, you've got to be intentional. Intentional with a lot of things. Intentional with your schedule. Intentional with going to the gym or, or going on that run or going for that walk. And I believe this, that the Christian life is an intentional life. In fact, you might want to write that down. The Christian life is an intentional life. At Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, this is what they, they write. They say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Have you heard this one before? Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. It's intentional. You put your trust in God. Intentionally submit how many of your ways to Him? All your ways to Him. And as you intentionally walk for the Lord, submit to the Lord, trust in the Lord, guess what? He is going to show you the way. So here we are. Some of us didn't think we were going to make it, but we made it. 2021 is here. A brand new year. A brand new day. And I, as your pastor, I want to help us be intentional in the new year. Even, by the way, with all the challenges, all the obstacles sure to come, I'm just telling you, I believe that you can enter into this next season with intentionality. I believe, as your pastor, I believe you can walk into this new year with purpose, with direction, following God's plan. Why? So that you can do all that God has called you to do. That you can be all that God has destined you to be. So, as a church, we have some tools for you. Uh, Braden already announced some of them to help you on this intentional journey. Our next level classes, David Messinger is teaching tonight. I'm so excited about that. Sign up for tonight's class. There's still time. The Bible reading plan. So many of us have been doing the Bible reading plan. Here at the church, we've been doing a daily reading plan for years. Uh, this year, we're also doing the journaling, which has been really fun already in the first couple of days. Uh, the online version, we already have, I think, 44, 45 of you signed up for that. There's about 50 people that show up on a Sunday morning, so that's Pretty exciting to see how many of you are signing up to read the Bible together. I want to encourage you as we announce more things in the next weeks. the more uh, opportunities to connect with God, more opportunities to connect with others, just do yourself a favor. Invest in yourself. Sign up and let's move forward with intentionality according to God's plan in 2021. Now, I don't have to convince any of you that 2020 was a crazy year. Right? I mean, you don't need another sermon on how crazy 2020 was. But I will tell you one of the things I liked about 2020. Yes, I actually liked some of the things that happened in 2020. One of the main things is this, is that it exposed, in many ways, each of our own personal values. It illuminated, brought to light, some of our own personal core values. I'll say it this way. Who the Lord was forming us to be before the pandemic, in many ways, that's who we were during this pandemic, it's just all been turned up a notch. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? It's just all kind of been turned up to 11. And I was thinking this week that at least for myself, many of those life mottos that the Lord had laid on my heart long before this season are the mottos that have helped me walk through this season. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So, so the life motto, uh, you've, I got several of them, I'll just share one. You know, one of my life mottos is do hard things, no excuses. No pity parties, right? I say that all the time. It's just part of who I am. Do hard things, no excuses, no pity parties. That, by the way, got me through a lot in 2020. Because when things got hard, and boy, did they get hard, I remind myself, hey, Dan, God has called you to do hard things. When I wanted to use my circumstances as an excuse for kind of maybe a bad attitude, I had to remind myself, hey, no, no excuses. You, Dan, you have the mindset, the attitude of Christ. When I wanted to start feeling sorry for myself because you just don't know what they said about me. You don't know what I'm going through. I had to say, no, no penny parties. Come on, Dan. Don't be feeling sorry for yourself. You get to work and you do what God has called you to do. So how about you? Right? That's for me. That's my life. Those are my life models that the Lord has given to me. What about you? What are some of those core values? What what are some of those life models? And I'm talking about things that have grown and developed the lord has grown and developed in you through a period through a season of time and i want you to think about those things because in 2020 they were tested weren't they they were tested but i'd also say this in many ways they were proved in the fire come on right and if you're taking notes you might want to begin writing down some of your life models just write down some of your core values and the reason I want you to write it down, and if you're watching online, again, write down those life models, those core values. I want you to write them down because I want them to encourage you. I want you to step back and say, wow, like, I, I visually want you to see it on paper. Like, look what God had done before 2020. Anyone tracking with what I'm talking about right now? Look how God had prepared me before 2020. Look at the ways He had trained me, equipped me, prepared me to walk well through 2020. So write those things down and would it encourage you this morning. But then also I'll add this. How and where did 2020 expose some of your weak spots? Where did it expose maybe blind spots or, or places that are that were just unhealthy? And I'll, I'll say it this way. Same thing. That were unhealthy before COVID, but then they got turned up a notch during COVID. Again, anybody know what I'm talking about? For me, well, that area, by far, the, the biggest one was... Eating, just what I was eating. I was not healthy in the area of eating. I don't. Anyone that knows me, anyone that's been at my house, you don't have to be convinced of that. Uh, you know, like, I have all of the fast food value menus memorized. <laughs> like, this is not a news flash to any of you. But for me, I was just not healthy in this area at all. And I remember, and this was early on in the shutdown, I made a batch of snickerdoodle cookies. I love snickerdoodle cookies. Especially when they're warm with a glass of milk. Is anybody speaking the snickerdoodle language today? Like, it's one of my favorite things. But I will also say, within hours, like not days, but within hours, I proceeded to eat the entire batch of snickerdoodle cookies. This is a true story. I even made some really big ones. Like, I'll save those for later. Yeah, later meant like 11 p.m. that night. (laughs) So I had to make some adjustments to what I was eating. And I really feel like the Lord has helped me with that. But church, I, I want to say this to you. Utilize this opportunity. Right now, today, January 3rd. Utilize this opportunity to make some corrections in your own life. Ask the Lord to help you receive from Him today. Ask Him maybe uh, to illuminate, to expose, to, to shine some of those areas that are unhealthy. Some of those areas that maybe are out of, I would say, out of alignment with God's very best for your life. And, and, and allow Him to make those course corrections. Why? So that you can thrive, right? So that you can live 2021, a new year full of health, full of purpose, and full of true, abundant life in Christ. Now, I'm spending a little bit of time on this today before we get to our passage. Just because this year, I believe that it exposed that many people around us, they just are not living that intentional, purpose-filled life. And so when the pandemic hit, I just think a lot of people didn't know what to do. A lot of people didn't know what to do and so kind of it got expressed in some unhealthy ways it meant just buying more alcohol or taking more drugs or watching more Netflix or spending more time browsing your social media feeds spending more time playing video games and and it's it's interesting as humans we understand we kind of understand this even intellectually that God fashioned and formed us in our mother's womb but it wasn't so that we could be the top of the leaderboard of our favorite video game right I mean it wasn't so that we could binge watch all 17 seasons of grades Anatomy, right? We know at some level that God had created us for more than that. And so today, I'm pretty excited. I, I, I'm encouraged today because I want to help us get going in the right direction today. Ultimately, each of you get to choose how you go from here. But come on, it's January 3rd, brand new year. Let's see what the Bible has to say about this. But before we go any further, would you bow your heads, and let's Lord Jesus, You're speaking in this room today. There's such an energy of Your presence in this room, and I I thank You for that, that You care about us. You love us. 2021 is not a year of abandonment. 2021 is not a year of You forsaking us or leaving us. It's a a year, truly, of You coming close to Your bride. It's a year of You coming close to Your children. And, And as a loving Father, as that Abba Father, You are coming close to Your children Speaking your plans, your purposes, and your destiny to us. God, may we be familiar with your voice as we hear your word today. Hallelujah. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, you got your Bibles, open them up, smartphones, tablets, whatever you got. We're in Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. And I'm going to read a chunk of scripture here. We're going to start at verse 9, and then we're going to go all the way through verse 21. If you're online with us, uh, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for following along. Here it is. Um, I, I want to say this before I read. I believe the Lord gave me this passage uh, on Monday of this week. I was praying and asking the Lord what I should speak on. And I believe he specifically led me here. And And I want you to hear it in this way. And I'll fashion it this way. I felt like what the Lord told me was that this was his intentional plan for me in 2021. I'll say that again. That The Lord said this was... His intentional plan for me in 2021. These are the things that he wanted this year to be about for Daniel Allen Bursch. But in my heart, church, as your pastor, I just believe that this isn't just a good work that he wants to do in me or through me in 2021. I, I just feel it in my heart today. But this is something that he wants to do in us, in LifeSpring Church, in us and through us in 2021. So here it is. I'll start reading in verse nine. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Lifespring, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep that spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Lifespring, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless them. Do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Don't be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. And do not be conceited. Life spring. Don't repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends. But you leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay Says the Lord. On the contrary, Life Spring, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, if your enemy's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Say this together with me. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. What a way to live, huh? Right? What a way to live. What a plan, right? Talk about intentional, purpose-filled, abundant life. But also say this is never going to happen unless Jesus is the center of your life. The only way a plan like that comes together is if Christ is all and Christ is in all. That's what Colossians chapter 3, verse 11 says, that Christ is all and is in all. Again, that kind of life. That life that even as we read it, we're like, yeah, absolutely. That's only possible when Christ is all and is in all. When all your eggs are in one basket and His name is Jesus. But praise the Lord again why I'm so excited and encouraged today that I believe that this kind of life, it is available to every one of us today. I want to tell you a few verses. The Bible tells us that as Christians, we're hidden in Christ. You ever heard that phrase before, that we're hidden in Christ? The Bible also says we're clothed in Christ, hidden in Christ, clothed with Christ. So, church, I just want you to get that, mind, get that in your mind's eye, that we are in Christ. It's beautiful. When the Father sees us, guess who He sees? He sees His Son. But the Bible also tells us that Christ is in us. Have you heard that before? Christ is in us. Uh, uh, scripture says that it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. So, again, check with me. We are in Christ, but also Christ is in us. So that means as Christians, as believers in Jesus, the life we're living in 2021, as Christians, hey, guess what? You're no longer your own. You're just not. Because Christ is in you and you are in Christ. You're no longer your own. You're united with Christ. It's this beautiful thing where you're one with the Father, you're one with the Son, all through the power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, listen to how the Apostle Paul talks about it. He says that you're a temple of God. You, right now, are a temple of God. You are a place where the Spirit of God dwells. And we also know that He is going to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine all by His power. Where? Within you. And because of this, you and I, because of this, you and I can live the Romans 12 life this year. But It's only possible as we radically surrender to Jesus. Now, I love the passage I just read from Romans 12 because when the apostle writes what he writes, when he's describing what our lives should look like as Christians, I mean, who is he really describing? I mean, who's the perfect embodiment of this passage? It's got to be Jesus, right? This is what a human being looks like, sounds like, smells like, right? This is what a human being looks like when Jesus is in control of your life. This is what it looks like when the Holy Spirit has complete permission to conform you to the image of Christ. Romans 12, it's describing this radical Jesus-centered life full of love, right? Full of hope. That's what's in there. Faithfulness, generosity, humility, righteousness, peace, goodness. And I just felt like from the Lord it was so important to read this passage out loud to you, Life Spring Church, on January 3rd at the beginning of this new year. Why? To challenge us. To challenge me. To challenge you. To challenge us to take a step back. And I want to say it this way, that we would take a step back back before any personal resolutions, We would take a step back before any kind of intentional plans. We would take a step back before implementing any kind of life models. Again, not that any of those things are bad, not that any of those things are wrong, but I just felt I was supposed to challenge you today, church, to take a step back before all of that. We would come back to the feet of Jesus, right? Come back to the beginning of it all and just say, no, this, my life, this year, 2021, this is where it is. Christ is all. And Christ is in all. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Where where we remember. Isn't it so good? I love communion and we're celebrating communion later today. I just love where we remember what Jesus has done. That Jesus made us brand new. Aren't you thankful that Jesus made you brand new? That in Jesus we're born again. When Jesus, I once was dead in my sins, but I'm alive in Christ. The Apostle Peter, he says it's a new birth into a living hope. Can, can we come back to that place, church, where Jesus is in us and we are in Jesus? We're filled with the Spirit of God. We're living our lives for his kingdom, his glory. I mean, think about it this way where Jesus is the vine. And we are his branches. On my phone just today, my, my phone pops up with a verse of the day. I love that. Uh, technology can actually kind of be cool sometimes. Most of the times I think it's from the pit of hell. But this thing, it wasn't so bad. And it said what? That he is divine And we are the branches where we abide in Him. We remain in Him. We rest in Him. We find our identity in Him. We find our love and our joy, our hope, our peace, all the things we talked about in our Christmas series. Could we come back to that place where we are simply a child of God sitting with our Father, and we just allow Him to rescue us, deliver us, and set us free in the mighty name of Jesus. And then Galatians 2.20 can be true of us. It is no longer I who live, but who? Christ who lives in me. Say that with me, church. Do you believe this? Come on, take a step back. Remember who you are in Christ today. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Jesus makes every part of Romans 12 possible. That's why I'm excited today. That's why I'm encouraged today. But we've got to take a step back and get on track with Jesus so we can live this fruitful, abundant life. He is destined us to live hallelujah thank you lord thank you jesus thank you lord hallelujah but it isn't easy right living for jesus i mean who is that guy that told you it was easy like did he just live on a different planet <laughs> like i want my money back <laughs> living for jesus isn't always oh, easy. In fact, the world in which we live in right now, it is not making the Christian life easy. <laughs> in fact, when I was reading the Romans 12 passage, it sounds, at least to me, it sounds like the complete opposite spirit and attitude of what I'm seeing going on in our world right now. Right? And, and That's just my opinion, I guess, but something has risen up in me where I've decided, like, you know, as for me in my house, But we are not living like the world is living right now. We are going to serve the Lord. Right? What the world is selling, what politicians are selling, what the nations around the world are selling, what false prophets are selling, what con men are selling, what liars are selling, what violent men and women are selling, what the spirit of the Antichrist is selling, I'm not buying. False peace, false happiness, false security, false satisfaction. I don't want any of it. You can have it. In fact, you can have all this world. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. The older I get, church, the more I'm realizing what I need is Jesus. Nothing is more important than my walk with Him. You know, I'm also realizing that the life I have with Jesus and in Jesus, it's kind of different. In fact, you could even say radically different than the life that people are trying to live right now without Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But I'm just realizing, by God's grace, the Christian walk, it is a new way to be human. If you're writing uh, things down today, you might want to just remind yourself of that today. That you might be in the world, but you're you're not of the world, right? It is a new way to be human. Jesus has given you a new way to be human. I I might have the same body parts as some of my unsaved friends, but beyond that as born-again believers, come on, we ought to understand this. We have been radically changed by the grace of God. He's not just an addition, right? I mean, it's not just you kind of add him on and remain the same. No, you have been radically changed by the grace of God and the power of Jesus in your life. You have been radically changed. Listen, if you're on Facebook right now, you have been radically changed from the inside out by the power of Jesus. So here we are, changed, born again, made new. We have this transformed heart. We have this renewed mind. And as new creations walking on earth, this new way to be human, I want to say this again. I no longer want what the world has to offer. You know what I want? You know what the born-again spirit inside of me craves? I want Romans 12. That's what I want. I crave it. I want that description to be said of my life. When I die and you're all at my funeral, I want that to be said about me. But what about you? What do you want? What do you want? And again, I I think if you're a believer here today, you'd say, yeah, I'm with you. I'm right there with you, Pastor Dan. I want the Romans 12 life. I mean, let's be honest. Most of us have lived before, meaning we've tasted what the world has to offer. And I think the best way for me to describe what the world offers is it smells and it tastes like death. Right? It's worse than gas station sushi. It's death. You know what I'm talking about. And you bought it 50% off, right? Don't. But as believers, oh man, this is, again, I just, I feel it in my bones today. As believers, we have tasted the Lord. And He didn't give us death. He gave us life. Listen to the way Peter describes this in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. He says, we now crave pure spiritual milk. So that by it, we can grow up in our salvation. Why? Because we have tasted, come on, say it with me. We have tasted that the Lord is good. What if, in 2021, we really committed to that? Jumped on the Jesus train, craving nourishment. What if we grew up? Grew up into salvation. What if we committed to the truth found in Hebrews 12? What if we really threw off everything, right? Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, threw off everything that hinders. What if we did this? This year, church, like not some pipe dream, hope, fantasy, fairy tale somewhere in the future, but like this year, we threw off everything that hinders. We threw off the sin that so easily entangles and we ran our race. Like we went to the store, we got the Nike running shoes, like we were focused, fixated on Jesus and we ran our race with perseverance. The race marked out for us. What? Fixating our eyes on who? Say it with me. Jesus... The pioneer and perfecter of faith. What if, church, if we really did what First Peter chapter 2 talks about, what if we got rid of, like rid ourselves, like completely rid ourselves, washed ourselves clean of all malice? All deceit. There's no room. There's no room. It's Christ in me and me in Christ. There's no room for hypocrisy. No longer. No longer. I, I'm dead. It's no longer I live but Christ who lives in me. Jesus is living in me this year. So I'm getting rid of those things. I'm casting them off. Malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy. Oh, man, Facebook gets me envious. Well, she never said that about me. My kids never did. No, cast it off, church. If you can't handle it, sign out and get rid of it. You have better things to do. Get rid of it. Life ring, body of Christ, holy community of God. Get rid of all slander. Just get rid of it. There's no place for that in your life. God has so much better for you. He has such a better life for you than that. It has no place in a life that is completely surrendered and sold out for Jesus. Dan, just get rid of it. Drop it. Drop it, Dan. Drop it, Dan. I got better for you in 2021 says the lord see if we're going to do the hard things that god is calling us to do in 2021 without excuses without pity pardon church we have to commit we have to commit right now again by his grace by his mercy by his love by his power but we'd get our eyes onto Jesus. By His grace, He's offering that to you right now. There's still time. Like right now, you can get your eyes onto Jesus. Even if the first three days have been like the worst three days of your life, guess what? There's still time in the economy of God. There's time like right now. He's right now calling you. Just, even, just hear His grace, His love, His mercy, His destiny, His purpose, His calling over your life. There is time right now for you to get your eyes onto Jesus. Get your eyes onto Jesus. So that any plane any intentionality, any mottos, any resolutions, that it would all flow, that it just would flow from this stream of this intimate, passionate place of abiding in Jesus, resting in Jesus, close to Jesus, walking with Jesus, so that by His power, we could do all that God has called us to do and be all that He's called us to be. So again, church, take a step back and commit. Commit to Jesus. Life's time to be all in for Jesus. I love that phrase, all in. I, I love publicly saying it. I'm all in for Jesus. I want the world to know I'm all in for Jesus. Now, I'm messy, and I make mistakes, and I'm not perfect in it all, but I want the world to know. Tell I die, Like on my last day, I'll just be, I'm all in for Jesus. Anybody else with me, church? All in for Jesus. Why am I in for Jesus? Why am I dedicated to Jesus? Why are you all in? Because you actually believe. And the world thinks you're a fool, by the way, but you actually believe that Jesus changes everything. Jesus changes everything. So let the Holy Spirit, give him permission. scary, I get it. I'm a human too, but give him permission. Have your way in my life, Holy Spirit, whatever you want to do. Would you transform me? Not to smell and look like this world, but I would look more and more like Jesus. Romans 12, verse 2, this is so good, but... As I was reading through all of Romans 12 this, this week, I felt like the Lord said, this is LifeSpring Church in 2021, that we will not conform to the pattern of this world, but we will be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Come on, church, and we will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, perfect will. Praise God. Praise God. So, as I close today and I invite the worship team back up, I want to read our passage from today one more time. And I want each of us to leave here with confidence. Not a cockiness, but with a confidence that in 2021, Romans 12, verses 9 through 21, that this is your reality in Jesus. This is your reality in Jesus. Church, this is not a year of you being defeated, this is not a year of you being destroyed. This is not a season of you being tossed to and fro. This is not a season of you backing down from your giants. This is not a season of running away from the storm. But this is a year where you're going to show the world what you got. And what you got is Jesus. And what you got is Jesus. What you got is Jesus. And if you've got Jesus, you've got more than enough because Jesus changes everything. So let's read it again. This time I'm going to read it with expectation that this is what Jesus is doing in you and through you in 2021. Think of it this way. As your pastor, I am prophetically speaking this over your life. If you're willing to receive, receive what the Lord might want to speak to you. I want to prophetically speak this over your life. And then all your plans, all your intentionality, all your life models, all your goals, all your resolutions, they're going to flow from this incredible stream, this incredible source of beauty and power and intimacy. All that comes from you being in Christ And Christ being in you. So here it is, church. Love must be sincere. Let your love be sincere this year. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. This year we will be devoted to one another in love. So, Father, by your Holy Spirit, teach us what it looks like to be devoted to one another in love. Not in shame or guilt, but I know I dropped the ball lately. And and I just want to grow, Lord. And my love for, for others. This year, this, 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 never be lacking in zeal. We're not going to lack zeal this year, church. This roof is going to come off this place. The worship that's going to happen, and that worship is going to, is not going to stay. It's going to flow into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, just woo! We're not lacking in zeal this year, church. We're going to keep our spiritual fervor. We're going to serve the Lord. We're going to serve the Lord. We're going to be joyful in hope. We're going to be patient in affliction. We will be faithful in prayer. This is a house of prayer. Come on. We will pray. We will be faithful in prayer. We're going to share with the Lord's people who are in need. People have told me that Lifespring is a generous place. Well, wait till this year. Right? Wait till this year. Watch what you are going to do in your generosity as you meet the needs of people. just had a, one of you this morning talking about wanting to stock up the food bank again. But That's what we're doing in 2021. We're going to be generous. We're going to share with those in need. We're going to practice hospitality. We're going to bless those who persecute us. That's right. That's what we're doing. With joy on our faces, we're blessing those who persecute us. We're blessing them and we will not curse. We're going to rejoice with those who rejoice. We're going to mourn with those who Mourn. This is gonna be a year of harmony. Harmony with one another. We're not gonna be proud. We're gonna walk in humility. We're gonna be willing to associate with people of low position. This is not a year of us being conceited. Oh, aren't you excited about that? Because there's a peace in that, isn't there? There's a peace when we're all walking in humility where we don't have to like prove ourselves or try to just tiptoe around each other, making sure we're not offending each other. Like, there's just a peace. There's a peace. We're walking in humility, we're not conceited. There's no, like, tears and hierarchy. It just, there's a peace. There's a peace. I'm not conceited. There's... I speak this over you. We will not repay evil for evil. We're going to be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Church, we're going to live a measured life. Does that make sense? We're not just going to kind of, whoo, just do whatever. We're going to be careful. God, give me your discernment. Give me your wisdom on how to treat this person, how to interact with this and what to say, what not to say. That's who we are this year. God's going to be this great filter for us this year. Aren't you excited for that? 2021 is going to be this great year where everything we say and everything we do, is just going to flow through the filter of Jesus so that what comes out, it's going to be right. Praise the Lord. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Can we just commit to that? This year, I'm going to live as much as I can. I'm going to live at peace with everyone not going to take revenge this year. We're going to leave room for God's wrath. Do you believe in God and His wrath? Right? That God is just. He's perfectly merciful, but He's also perfectly just. And we'll leave room for God to do what God does. We'll let Him do His job, and we'll do our job. Because He says, actually, it is His to avenge. That He will repay. On the contrary, church, this is our job. Can we have ears to hear... And eyes to see. Come on, listen to this. Church 2021, when our enemy is hungry. Heap burning coals on their head. And we will not be overcome by evil. We will overcome evil with good. As your pastor, I speak this prophetically over Lifespring Church today. Amen. Let's receive communion together. We know none of this is possible. In fact, it's wildly impossible without Jesus. But in Jesus, all things are possible. He made a way where there seemed to be no way. And that's what we celebrate today. We remember on January 3rd, 2021, what He has done for us. And by His body and His blood, we will live. A Romans 12 life in 2021 so remove the top layer and if you'll take his body his body that was broken for us I'm thankful for you life spring that one of the things that happened when Jesus was crucified on that cross is he instigated a new community a community of his body And I'm thankful for my brothers and sisters. There's no way I would have made it through 2020 without you. Not a chance. But in this community, not only did I survive, I thrived in 2020. And it's because of you, the body of Christ. So let's celebrate the body of Christ that Jesus instigated as he died on that cross. Let's take it together. Hallelujah. 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 And let's pull off the next layer. I even had the thought as we pull off the layer of these silly little communion things that in many ways we are also believing that there's a better day coming where we're going to bake some fresh bread and tear it apart with our actual hands and pass it to each other. Hand to hand. Oh, come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for your blood shed for us. Poured out for us. That out of your sacrifice, we are washed clean. Anybody else thankful for the righteousness? The righteousness, the the, the breath of fresh air. The, the, the cleanness of your body. The cleanness of your mind, your heart, your body. Not because of anything you've done, but because of the blood of Jesus. Washed clean. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. But the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood. God, would you even now remind us today, this year, that this is a year living by your power. The power of your blood shed for us. Let's take this together. Forgiveness of sins, in the mighty name of God. Wow, church, would you do me a favor? Would you stand up? Would you stand to your feet? And It's just so obvious that the Lord is here and He's speaking to us today. And we're going to sing this song together. But as we do, I just want to encourage you to try as much as you can to embrace this moment. We do this weird thing with religion that we have rituals. And so we know this is the closing song. And the closing song means I pack up my purse or I grab my belongings and I get ready to leave. And yet I would just encourage you, can we just pause and not pack up quite so soon? And can we rest in His presence? Because He's here. He's here, He's ministering, He's speaking. But the other thing we do that's really weird is we allow our emotions and feelings to get riled up in a church service. And so maybe we even feel good as we leave. But sometimes we haven't allowed Him to do that inner work the deeper work, the change that really happens by His presence, by His Spirit. And so I, I, my heart, even as I'm saying this, is that we wouldn't just have an emotional experience or a rah-rah for Christ kind of moment, but this would be a deeper work of the Spirit. And so we do have a prayer team available over here that they would love to pray for you. But also, even as we sing, sometimes it's a song. Other times, it's more than a song. I would just say... Be bold today. Let it be more than a song. Let your love and affection for God be more than a song. Give Him your life. You can never outgive God. Give Him everything. Watch what He will give you in return. Watch what our God is going to do. Amen and amen. Let's sing this together.